The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. thought about why people act the way they do? Why are some people more difficult to deal with while others are always pleasant? Let's find out together. Welcome to Human Behavior. What a trip. Your host is Dr. Jonathan Brower. Our program combines expert guests with people just like you who have questions or comments. We'll have fun exploring human behavior. Now, here's your host, Dr. Jonathan Brower. Hello, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower with my show, Human Behavior, What a Trip. And we're going to have a lovely trip today with Ariel and Shia Kane. They've written a great book. It's a long title, so here goes. How to Have a Match Made in Heaven, a Transformational Approach to Dating, Relating, and Marriage. And uh, it's not coincidental that we're doing this show two days before... February 14th, which is Valentine's Day. So uh, we'll be talking about Valentine's Day, but of course, in a good, healthy relationship, that's not one special day a year, it's every day. So welcome to the show, Ariel and Shia. Well, thank you very much. I'm yes, happy to have you, you on much. the show. I'm glad you're here. And uh, I'll mention right now also to everybody who's listening now or later when they listen to it at different times, um, uh, Ariel and Shia have a website called transformationmadeeasy.com. So, uh, you can have an easy time going through their transformational work. And, um, we'll now start the, uh, the Inquisition, so to speak. So, okay, uh, we're oh, ready. I, I love Inquisition. Grill away. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> I got a big smile on my face. So, uh, why don't you tell me and the audience, um, Basically, what your approach is to how to have a really good relationship? Well, our approach, since you ask about our approach, is um, anthropological rather than psychological or psychotherapeutic. So we don't try to change or fix people's relationships at all. In uh-huh. fact, relationship is secondary to our work, which is about people discovering how to live their lives directly in the current moment of their life without second-guessing themselves over how they should be or how they shouldn't be. And it allows, if a person does discover how to access and live in the current moment of their life, they, they don't have problems in their relationships. Okay, so if I'm hearing you correctly, what you're saying is if people just stay in the moment that they're in, They'll do okay. Yep. The only problem is... It's a very different thing to talk about being in the moment or think about being in the moment actually be here. Yes. And as I'm sure you know, but what 
we've discovered over many years of working on ourselves and following different possibilities that Shia's uh, study and degree in anthropology came into play. We discovered if you simply notice how you are without judging what you see, things complete themselves all on their own, and relationships become easy. They take care of themselves. They're not something you have to work on. Now, Ariel and I have been together for more than 30 years. And we finish each other's sentences. We do that. <laughs> when, you, when, you and, say, wait, when you say for more than 30 years, what is it, 32 years, 38 years? Uh, no, it'll be 31, I think. In July? Yeah. Oh, okay, July. good, okay. July yeah. 29th, was it? Yeah. All right. Yeah. So 30, Our first date, so, uh, momentous. Yeah, it was momentous. So, and it's been <clears throat> an ongoing uh, love affair. That's beautiful. Before before you go on, I want to hear all about the, the, the how you started and how momentous it was. But I have a, I have to go back to one thing you mentioned. Uh, you mentioned about how uh, it's best if we people don't judge if we're not judging. Well, people can't help but judge. I, I know that's what I'm getting at. So um, a lot of times people will say, I, "I I I want to be non-judgmental," but what they're saying is, "I don't want to hear." bad things about me, but one can be very judgmental and say, wow, you did this beautiful thing, so thank you so much. I mean, we're judging all the time. But usually, uh, in most of our English language, when we're talking about judgments, it's somehow a negative. Yeah, but judgments can be positive or negative. I know they can, but it seems to me... Well, a beautiful hat is a judgment. Exactly. Exactly. as is ugly, but you see, both of those things fall in the realm of change, and we're talking the realm of transformation. Change is based in time, happens over time, it's linear, it's incremental, and it has the dichotomies of good, bad, right, wrong, better, worse, uh, ugly, beautiful. And most of those things we learned in the culture, you know, in one of our uh, earlier books, the, How to Have a Match Made in Heaven is a sequel to our Nautilus Gold Award winner, How to Have a Match Made in Heaven. Oh, I mean, way, excuse me, uh, How to Create a Magical and, Relationship. And, and by the way, How to Have a Match Made in Heaven just won the Mom's Choice Book Awards. That's cool. Good. One of the things that we, one of the anecdotes in uh, How to Create a Magical Relationship yeah. is uh, about a fellow that we met in Bali, Indonesia, who thought that he could not have a good relationship because his teeth were ugly and also he hadn't had this tooth filing ceremony uh-huh. where you have to file down your eye teeth in order to be eligible to be married. And he, yes. it was something that should have been done when he was a young teenager. He didn't have it done till he was 30. And I don't know about you, Jonathan, but I certainly didn't think I would never get married if I didn't have my my teeth filed down to the appropriate length. What we've learned that we need to have in order to have our relationships uh, be intact, those things that we judge are mainly culturally based. And That's so true. if yes. you start to bring awareness to, you start to see your judgments without judging them. Uh, they begin to lose their power over you. But most of us don't want to see our negative judgmental nature, even though it was 
downloaded into us by the culture we grew up in, and we had nothing to do with it, but we now have it. So uh, if you don't want to see something, it sticks around. Uh, Anything you resist persists. It grows stronger and dominates your life. Yes. So if I'm hearing it correctly, somebody could uh, have culturally based norms, and so the guy you mentioned, you mentioned who had the, uh, the tooth problem, or the teeth problem, when you first told me the story about him, I started getting sad for him that he couldn't fit in with the group. But um, one can have their feelings about it, and but not necessarily share it with other people. Yeah, but also, you know, even that sadness that you're experiencing is a thought-generated sadness. Yeah. Where we've learned that, oh, that poor person, they're not happy. Oh, we we learn to feel sentimental. We learn to feel certain things rather than just notice, huh, uh, look, he has that reality. Yes. We, we sometimes joke around that we have the slack-jaw school of enlightenment where you notice things about yourself or other people and you say, huh, look at that. Yes. Look at that. Huh. Huh. So most of us judge ourselves for what we've done or how we've been in the yes. past yes. and we uh, question how we should be in the future and so we're never really where we are. We're bouncing back between the past and the future rather than actually being in the current moment of our lives. Yes. So then if we be in the current moment of our lives, then we can just be in the uh, immediate uh, moment. I beg pardon? I, I missed that. Then we can be in the immediate moment of what's going on around us or within us. Exactly. If you let go of the future and past and are where you are, then everything becomes very clear and easy. Okay. So um, this is the big – maybe this is the $64,000 question. Um, How do you get there? Exactly, yes. <laughs> exactly. Listening. Listening is key. See, most of us listen through our judgment system. We listen to see whether we – we listen to our thoughts about what's being said rather than hearing what's being said. We, yeah. And that is just such a prime thing in relationship. If you want to have a relationship that is blossoming – you train yourself to actually hear what your partner is saying as opposed to talk to yourself about what they're saying. As if what you are agreeing or disagreeing with them is going to make your communications any clearer or uh, or your relationship any closer. You're saying that would or wouldn't happen. I, well, if you are finding fault with them, then you probably won't have a very great relationship. Oh, yes. You know, most people, once they get used to whoever they're with, they listen with half an ear. And yes. they treat them the way they treat themselves. And so that's really key. If You, you know, uh, that was really when our relationship transformed. When Shai discovered and had this really profound experience that he could only be exactly as he was in this current moment. Yes. And since that's true... There's no use in picking on himself. And he stopped picking on himself in an instant. And, of course, by extension, he stopped picking on me. My experience of myself radically shifted in an instant 
because when you're around a person who's thinking and judging you all the time, it's very hard to to live in a relaxed manner because you're always walking on eggshells. Yes, exactly. And that's I think that's the norm in our society. It absolutely, I, I absolutely is, the norm. is the norm, but that doesn't mean that there isn't a, a profound new possibility for people, oh, yeah, which yeah. is to actually be there with another person and hear what they have to say and be okay being themselves. Yes. So how would it be if, um, I mean, I like this idea and I've thought about it for many times, many years. How, how would it be, do you imagine, if uh, all of us or most of us could just uh, be aware of what we're actually feeling and uh, speak about it in a very real way, even if it seems bizarre to the masses or whatever, it seems to me it would make life a lot easier. Well, I likely would, but I I have such a challenge with hypotheticals. I more deal with what really is, and I and shine my work. We tend to not try to uh, look at how other people should be. We just look at how we're being and and do our best. And so when we're talking with people, we're not teaching them how to be. We're doing our best to articulate how we live our lives in a way that has worked so well for us, and then people have a choice how they want to go about their own lives. Now, yeah. We've been married 28 years, and the first five years of our relationship, I would say, were normal. Like we bickered, we yeah. uh, competed. competed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. And, 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 what, and what, before we go on, so what um, transformed you? What made you change your um, idea about all this? After, after two years of being married. H- having that epiphany well, where he... We didn't change our ideas. I'm I mean, sorry. What you're, happened you're... was my life transformed. And in that moment, I stopped picking on, working on, beating on myself. And how it happened was I got very clear that I couldn't be any different than I was in the current moment of my life at that moment. And when I saw that... Working on myself was useless because I'd spent years and years and years taking courses, doing all kinds of therapeutic uh, modalities to try to fix my life, and yes. it just never worked. So aside from the, the two of you being together and being clearer and all that, do you uh, have that with close friends of yours too? Oh, Absolutely. Well, we just came back from Costa Rica where we did a a couple of uh, week-long immersion courses in living in the moment, and we had 156 people with us there. Yeah. And when you have that many people that are uh, looking at how to be themselves and be present moment to moment, it is. It is a very profound experience. And were they, this were they able to the do hotel this fairly quickly? Transforms everyone transforms. Say that, say that sentence again, please. They said then everyone transforms, including the staff at the facility we were renting. It really has dramatic impact when you have a lot of people all yeah. at one time. And then when they start transforming themselves in this group, then they are what? They're more free? They're more clear? What? How would you describe it? Well, that? yes, they're more free. They're more clear. They're more able to be with whatever they're up to in their lives. So their professional lives 
because these are all professional people. They're not people who come to be fixed by us because yeah. we don't fix people. But, you yeah. know, we had a Monday Night Alive, uh, our seminar in New York City last night, and so we got to see a number of the people who had attended with us from the New York area because there are people from all over the world, but a lot of the people from the New York area. And to see them one after another come in, their faces relaxed. They look uh-huh. rejuvenated. They had stories about being effective at work and not having to have it be effortful and how their ch- children were behaving in ways that were... Uh, like little adults as opposed to little brats. I mean, it was just story after story about how it had impacted them. And also you could really see it, like Uh years had fallen off people's faces. It was really lovely. It sounds great. It is great. As you're talking about this, I'm thinking about uh, dog trainers and how they, well, there's different ways to go about it, but the dog trainer that I, I, I know, the way he does it, um, he helps the uh, dog become just comfortable with himself, basically. <laughs> well, that's pretty much what we do. We yeah, well, yeah. people to be comfortable being in their own skin. Yeah, that We're sounds people great. whisperers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, going back to the uh, momentous event 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. What took place during that time? Well, it was actually not 30. Well, our momentous event, our first date was a momentous event. Right. Okay, yeah. tell me about that. Well, I, I, Shai and I had been flirting for some time, and I eventually made a pass at him, which uh, he took me up on. Right. And I have to admit, we went home to, he actually asked me out for a beer, which I don't yeah. like beer, but I went and had one so that I could get him. Yeah. And we went home to my house and spent the night, me. and he uh, told me that night, wow, you know, you're so different than anybody I've ever been with. You're the one for me in this lifetime. And I said, okay. And then uh, the next day, I was like, oh, my goodness. I said, okay, that was kind of an airhead thing to do, but I really had meant it. I, I called him up and told him he shouldn't talk to me like that, and he said he would. He just wouldn't say it anymore. And Wait, then he, he did say the what dance he wouldn't happen. say what anymore. Say again? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. We're coming up for a break, I believe. Let's take a break. All right. A commercial break, and then we'll come back and get... A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Legal Shield. Total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. 
SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Think of the world 50 years ago. Now think of this same world and how it will be 50 years from now. Did you know that if the world's population continues to grow at its current rate, our children and grandchildren will only have 25% of the resources per capita that our parents and grandparents had? We must preserve the foundation of a quality standard of living. That foundation starts with Go Green Radio. Join your host, Jill Buck, for Go Green Radio every Friday at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Voice America. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Human Behavior What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. Now, back to human behavior. What a trip. Okay, Ariel and Shai, we're back to what we were talking about. We were talking about um, uh, exactly what we were talking about. We're talking about living your life directly and how it affects the way you relate, either yeah. in a romantic relationships or any relationship, where when you discover how to be yourself, I mean, really, not, not do being yourself, not pretend you're secure when you're not, but feel the way you do and allow yourself to feel the way you are, are feeling, then there's this possibility called transformation that takes place where you discover how to be okay in your own skin. And okay, then you can have a relationship, you see. Yeah. So when you said being yourself, you then added in your own skin. So um, let me just run, run something by you. Um, every culture has their own norms about all kinds of things. And in the United States of America, one of the norms supposedly is when you're eating at the dinner table, you don't have your elbows on the table Unless it's uh, uh, perhaps Rosh Hashanah or uh, something. Well, it depends on the culture in the United States you're talking about, because there are a lot of cultures now in the United States that don't have that as a role. What you're talking about is your white Anglo-Saxon Protestant culture, for the most part, has that as a rule. I, yeah. I think it's really shifted now, particularly with texting. A lot of people sit at the table and text. Right. <laughs> yes. so, Not necessarily the most conducive for but, relationship, but... but, but, but we, exactly. we interrupted you, please. Pardon me? We interrupted you. You were going somewhere with that. Oh, so anyway, yeah. So um, it seems to me a lot of the etiquette kinds of things are a way to uh, be very formal, but if one... I, I mean, I don't think one should be 
picking their nose at the table and things like that. But uh, if they have their elbows on or they don't have the fork on the right, correct side or whatever, I mean, who cares? And it seems to me that would just make life easier if we didn't have some of these rules that seem way too but, stringent. Jonathan, if, yes. I agree with you, but we do have these rules in some ways. There are rules of behavior, and yes. you can either resist those rules or just include them and move on in your life. Yes. Uh, it's been my experience that if you allow yourself to see the rules that have been downloaded into you in the inculcation process, in the socialization process, where you yes. learned how to fit into the culture you were born into, if yes. you see those things without judging them, without trying to get rid of them, without making them good or bad or right or wrong, but yes. just notice them as though you were an anthropologist studying a culture of one yourself, Yes. then those rules lose their power over your life and then you become appropriate to your life and you're not just either following the rule or resisting the rule. I tend to find myself delighted by uh, mealtime rules. It's fun. We just came back from leading those courses in Costa Rica and so when you have people there from Hong Kong and Australia and the United States and all over Europe and it's fun to... It, Look down at the table and see how people hold a fork and knife. And you can yes. see, aha, uh -huh, these people are probably from North America. They hold their fork one direction. And the other direction, oh, that looks French. Or that it's just or German fun or to English. see how it's done. Yes. And, it's and when even we the, uh, had our conference center, we built a conference center in Bali, Indonesia. Uh, people there ate with their fingers. fingers or their hands. It was very rare that people there used forks. Yes. It took and me a while to relearn how to yeah. use a fork after that. That was so convenient. Yeah, so another thing you so much fun. Yeah, so one of the things you just mentioned about how people are eating, and I don't know if this is very idiosyncratic for each person or if it varies in cultures, but just the way they chew their food, just chewing their food uh, may be different. Well, you know, it's perfect yeah. that you mention that because you get two people together who want to have a relationship and you're going to have a culture clash. It doesn't even matter if you come from the same town. You're still going to have in each family different variations that <laughs> yeah. you, you grew up with, and then they're different than you, and you're different with them, than them, and it, it just doesn't seem to work very well. Particularly yeah. if you're right that your way is the right way as opposed to it is just a way. Right. Yeah. By the way, I want to mention something that I thought was very sweet that just happened about half a minute ago. Um, Ariel, you, you began a sentence, and then, uh, Shia, you finished it, and it was so seamless. It was just beautiful to feel it. <laughs> That's the way we work, you know. There's, I know, we, I know. We, we actually have been working together leading seminars for 25 years. Yeah. And, and so that's a quarter of a century. We think very much alike. We are not trying to prove to the other one that we're smarter or, or ahead of. And yes. so... Life becomes quite simple. I love yeah. that we communicate that way. It's so much fun. I love hearing it that way, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you uh, know, see, here's the other thing, Jonathan. There's only... Uh, you see, growing up in a culture, whatever the culture is, you're limited by that culture as far as relationship is concerned yes. and what's possible. Ariel and I have discovered how to relate 
over many, many years. And our leading workshops has allowed us to see how people relate and what works and doesn't work. And we are pretty much committed to doing what works, not what doesn't. So we don't yeah. do anything by rote. Everything that we these books that we've written are all based on interactions that we've had with people or sessions that we've had with people. You know this newish one, How to Have a Match Made in Heaven? Yes. We have this uh, thing on our website. It's a subscription series where people sign up for a year and we send them a video of us having a conversation with either an individual or a couple uh, each week in their inbox. And there's videos and audios, all sorts of different aspects to it. Yeah. We were watching one of these videos one day because we watch them each week also when they're released because we've filmed them some time in advance. And we saw this episode with this woman in Germany who was having issues with her father. With her husband, initially. It, yes, it, it and then it, what became revealed was her relationship with her husband mirrored her relationship with her father. Uh-huh. And Shia looked at me and said, this should be a book. And yes. it became this, this launching point where our new book actually has links to 20 different videos and audios. So you can actually see those aha moments where people's way of relating shifts. Yeah, so you get, the, you, when you buy the book, there's a QR code or a, what's that other one called? A URL. You, you have the links to you, the different videos. It's really neat. Right, so you can actually see the video live that the chapter was written from. I see, so if somebody buys the book, they get to have the videos uh, shown to them through their computer. Yep. That's right. And then, and then moment to moment, they can see the changes that are taking place. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it's, oh, that's it's fantastic. Like, it's really quite amazing to watch a person suddenly discover a possibility that was outside of their reality. You see, that's what we're talking about, discovering possibilities that are outside of most people's reality, because most of us consider what we know and what we know we don't know to be yeah. all there is. Yes. And then there's a whole universe of possibility that's outside of those two possibilities the known and the known that you don't know you know like i know i don't know how to fly an airplane so that's one of the things i know i don't know but uh, and then i then there's everything i know and then there's everything else which is the universe yes yeah so, it was um, uh, really fun recently. Uh, we also have a radio show called Being Here, also uh, on Voice America, and we did a whole series called Where Are They Now, a number of weeks, where we uh, had people on our show who were in these videos and yes. asking them, what's happening in, with your life now? It was really neat, in particular, to speak with the lady we started with who had really hated her father, like dramatically hated her father, to talk about how great their relationship was now and how he helps with the kids and how he's such a sweet person and she'd never seen it before because she'd had such a vendetta and how she has a relationship now that is sweet. And uh, it's really fun to see what can happen for people when they discover 
another possibility for their lives. Rather than being right that their parents raised them wrong, they discover they could have an independent life, not in opposition to anybody or anything. Uh huh. By the way, before we go on, what's the name of your show for people who want to hear your shows? It's called Being Here. It's on the Seventh Wave Network, which is a, a separate network on Voice America, but you can get there through the Voice America portal or on our okay. website. It's right there on our homepage. Okay. There's a link to it. Okay, that's great. That's great. Yeah. So going back to the book for a moment that you mm-hmm. have. So um, when people buy the book, they're getting this tremendous uh, freebie of all these videos to watch. Yeah. That's right. That's yeah. fantastic. Also, our YouTube channel, which is also Transformation Made Easy, I think we have about 70 or 80 videos up there as well. There's just so many resources out there. And oh. as you know, because you're archiving your shows, yes. uh, we've been doing it for a while, so we have about 250 shows archived. So there's... Yeah. And they're on all different subjects, but they're all based in being in the current moment of your life rather than trying to get to what you think is going to make you happy someday. Because most people spend their lives trying to get to what they think is going to produce satisfaction or well-being or happiness, and they miss their life, which is going by right now. Yes. In the attempt to get somewhere. And the neatest part of it is when you get here, you're so much more likely to produce those things you were working so hard for in the past, only you're satisfied now and yeah. now and now. And when you get there, it's not trying to save you from this moment. It's an extension of how wonderful your life is already. Yes. So let me give you a hypothetical. Um, okay. So now it's you know tax season for people and especially for the accountants and all that. So how are they going to, what are they going to do internally to be more at ease with their um, end of the year stuff with the, with taxes? I, 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 that's a very, very difficult question to answer. I mean, I have humorous answers like change their profession, but but in reality, most people, Jonathan, are so driven to get somewhere, they're so infrequently where they are, they're worrying about futures that haven't arrived and won't until they do. See, the, the future doesn't get here a moment before it does, and when it does, it's a moment of now. And if yes. you're not facile at living in the current moment of your life, you don't, even if you get what you want, there's no uh, appeasement. Well, I can't tell you about all accountants, but I can tell you our accountant, uh, Josh, yeah. it, it was one of our first clients, and he's one of our longest friends. He's just such a sweet, sweet man. And uh-huh. uh, he, he's often come back to us and talked about things that he learned around the transformational process. And one of the things that's been so useful to him is not to look at the whole pile of clients that he's got in front of him, but simply to work on the one return that he's working on. Because if you start to look at the whole list or the whole pile, you overwhelm yourself in your thoughts. You're not effective. But you can bring yourself back and do what's right in front of you, and then you're amazingly effective, and you're not stressed. Yes. So if people... um we're able to 
be in the moment, their anxiety levels will probably plummet down to Well, there's nothing to be nothing. anxious about if you're here. Yes. The future is, see, our minds are these survival machines. Yes. The conversations that we listen to in our thoughts are uh, a broadcast of a survival machine that's working out the worst possible scenarios to survive somewhere in the future. Yes. Now, we've grown up with this voice. We believe the voice to be us. So when it panics, we panic. But the, the reality is that you're not your voice. It's something you listen to. Yes. And if you start to question whether or not what it's saying is accurate, true, real, well, then you have a possibility of discovering a freedom yes. from that okay. voice because yeah. that voice complains about you and talks to you about yourself and tells you you're not good enough. And even when it says you're doing better than somebody else, it's always in comparison and there's always somebody doing better than you. So there's no win in it. Okay. So we're going to take one more break for commercials and we'll, and we'll come back. Sure. Okay. Real Life Solutions, Voice America Health and Wellness. Legal Shield, total access. Everyone deserves legal protection. With Legal Shield, everyone can access it, no matter how traumatic or trivial. Check out players.buildinglastingsuccess.com and jjbrower.com. Call Jonathan at 805-535-5111. Dialogue is the single most powerful leadership tool we have to make a difference in the world. Leading conversations with host Cheryl Esposito creates a place for that dialogue. Tune into the Voice America Business Channel every Friday as Cheryl hosts new conversations among leaders from around the world in business, government, art, economics, and social change. We'll explore big ideas and everyday actions and learn how their own leadership has led them to discover a newfound sense of possibility in the world. Leading Conversations with Cheryl Esposito, bringing big thinkers together in conversations that make a difference right here on the Voice America Business Channel every Friday morning at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. DefeatAnxietyNow.com is geared to help people suffering with anxiety and depression. Intensive, short-term, dynamic psychotherapy helps many people get to the absolute core of their problems and resolve them. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Interested in investing in real estate, leveraging other people's money? Call Jonathan Brower and he can give you some more information. 805-535-5111. That's 805-535-5111. SportsPsychologySociology.com can help you improve your ability to excel and enjoy your athletic endeavors. Call Dr. Jonathan Brower at 818-707-4557. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Listening to Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower. If you have a question or comment for the show this week, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's toll free 1 866 472 5792. You may also send an email to jbrowerphd at yahoo.com. 
Now, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. Hi, everybody. This is Jonathan Brower, back to Human Behavior, What a Trip. My guests are Ariel and Shia Kane. And uh, I'll tell you for the third time today, the name of their book is How to Have a Match Made in Heaven, A Transformational Approach to Dating, Relating, and Marriage. And their website is transformationmadeeasy.com. And I want to tell you all something that I normally don't do. During the, the commercial breaks, normally I don't speak to the, to the to the guests, or if I do, we're chatting about other things. But I'm so into what we're doing today. It's like the the uh, some of what goes on during the commercials you people haven't heard because it was commercial time. But I'm really loving what we're doing. So uh, I'm getting back to our last quarter of the time here. We um, I'd like to hear from the two of you. How you approach, um, not necessarily conflict, although it could be conflict at times, but how you approach what the two of you are going to do, because you want to be together, but each of you has a specific um, preference. What do you do? Flip a co- do you flip a coin, or what do you do? No. Well, first of all, we don't keep lists, so that that makes things a lot easier. It's, so it's not like, well, last time we did it my way. Yeah. So this time we're going to do it my way. <laughs> yeah. But we don't do that. Good. Uh, and the truth is, we don't have conflict. So it it, it it's somehow that we used to have conflict. Yeah. Then when I stopped picking on myself and Ariel stopped picking on herself, uh, the conflict pretty much ended, uh, but uh, there's a section in this book where Ariel, it's called Ariel at a Crossroads. We have a, a really long or, or a, a section devoted to the difference between surrender and succumb. Succumb is when Shia might ask me to do something, and I say, okay, let's do it, but I don't really mean it, so I drag my feet while doing it. Uh-huh. Surrender, are, the way we're using the term, is when you go about doing the activity or whatever's requested as if it's your idea and doing it with the intention to love the experience or win with the experience or have it be the best choice, the right choice, the only choice. And I find that even like if we both have different ideas about dinner, uh, you know, something simple like that. Usually, if somebody has a strong desire for something, the other person never really minds. It's like, well, fine, we'll do it. We'll have what you're desirous of. It's it's never a big sacrifice to let go. But we do have this one section in the book called Ariel at a Crossroads, which we've gotten a lot of emails about because it's, made a big difference for people, uh, and basically it's the story how we were going into the city one night to lead a, a course in New York City, and we were going through the Lincoln Tunnel, and there had been an accident on the road, so we were arriving a lot later than we expected, and we had planned to go to the hotel first, check in, have dinner, and go to the seminar venue, but we had much less time, so I had the idea that we should just go park the car down by the seminar venue, have dinner, and that then we uh, would check in later. And Shia was of the idea that we could get it all done. But when we got out of the uh, 
Lincoln Tunnel, if we were going to do it Shai's way, we had to turn left. If we were going to do it my way, we had to turn right, just to go different direction in the city. Yes. And he looked at me and he just said, Ariel, we can get this done. And I said, great, let's do it. And when we turned, I saw an internal crossroad in me where I could have said, yes, let's do it, but really been thinking, huh, fine, let's see if we get there on time. And, and it was so wonderful to really turn in the direction our car turned, to be there like a co-pilot, to, to experience my hand on his leg and watching people go by and seeing when the lane opened up on my side where he couldn't possibly see it from his side and say, hey, let's get into the right lane. It was like we were partners. Yes. And I, I think people miss that possibility where they see if people want to be right and being right kills relationship it yes. not only kills relationship it kills aliveness like your experience of love and health and happiness full self-expression all is destroyed out of being right yes. and if you give up being right those things become very available to you And we have this strange idea, Jonathan, that I don't really see most people having thought of. And that is our idea is that relationship is not a 50-50 deal. No, it's 100% my responsibility, the health of our relationship, from my point of view. And from my point of view, it's 100% my responsibility. Yeah, that makes sense. And from that perspective, owner of full ownership, there's not blame. There's not regret. There's not resentments. Yes. Right. So I want to go back to the Lincoln Tunnel part of this whole story. So, okay. uh, so when you went the way you were going to go, hypothetically, there could have been an, a car accident, and then you couldn't get through the way you wanted to go. Then we would have we wouldn't have had dinner, or we wouldn't have checked in. Yeah, we but the point, get, yeah. We, we the, the point of getting yeah, the point of getting at. Well, here's what I'm getting at. So, um, based on what I know of you, which is hardly anything, but based on today, um, uh, if there had been an accident and the, the lanes were all clogged, the two of you still would if have been very to, comfortably. We would have parked the car and walked over to the seminar venue, and then came back. <clears throat> we would have found a way, you know. But all of it would have been an adventure, and none of it would have been wrong. And, exactly. And see, we, the other thing that's weird about us is we don't complain. Uh-huh. Because we realize that our life is an unfolding, and it's outside of our control. And when you complain, you're basically saying that this moment isn't it, and that uh, it could be different than it is. And that, we go back to Shia's original epiphany. You can only be exactly where you are in any given moment. Yeah. So if you can only be where you are, complaining about it is a waste of that moment. It's a waste of your life in that moment. And our life has a finite number of moments. And if you're complaining about how it is, well, then you're not really where you are. Uh, you know, it's really delightful to have gotten rid of the could-haves and should-haves and would-haves. And if we yeah. made a left turn, we wouldn't be stuck here. And yeah, it, 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 all of what you could have or should have is so irrelevant. Yeah, it's irrelevant. Because yes. you could only have done what you did. How you know is you did it. <laughs> yes. So even though uh, 
when you're outside of your own control, uh, a lot of people, like some people, I'm one of them, I'm very clear about uh, living a healthy lifestyle in terms of exercise and eating really mm-hmm. uh, good foods. Good meaning, uh, well, it can be good tasting, but very nutritious. And uh, so how, what, what do you think about that? Because you can do all this outside Which of your control. Which part of that are we talking about? Which that? Um Wanting to, a, wanting to a, live a as long as we can, as healthy as we can. I'm all for it. Me too. But but it would seem to me that um, some people would. I think I'm losing my thought here. It's um, okay. Okay. Our book just came out on Audible, so I people see. can now download this book as yeah. a uh, audio book. Audio book. And I read it. So it's you get to hear Ariel reading it, and she read it to me. So there was a, there's a we lot of uh, passion in it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I have never seen what you look like, but I picture. Well, you should uh, go up on our I, website. You'll see us. And it's, it's a pretty it's current a, it's photo. A current photo, relatively current within the well, last. I, I picture yeah. the two of you as looking very healthy and uh, and attractive. We are. Well, thank you. And Shai just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Shai just turned 72. You would never know it. I'll be yeah. 65 coming up here. And uh, this is... Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait, wait. He, he turned, wait I missed you. He, he turned 72 and you what? I'll be 55. Ah. I'm 68. Oh. Well. So, uh, so you both look very young for your ages? Yeah. Yeah, me I too. We just live in a you, vital. You, you should actually you take a look at our yourself. website. I will. You let us know. You, yeah, and then you can let it, us know. As soon as the show's over, I'm going to check out. Well, actually, oh, yeah. I have to do tonight probably, but I'll look. I'll, I'll look at your website. Although actually, I think we look healthier now because we did the a whole health thing in the last year, and we've lost a, a so quite yeah, a bit of, amount of weight. Not that we were heavy there, but we've just no. done things to balance our systems and feel pretty good about the whole thing. Yeah. So, um, any anything you would say, Jermaine, to uh, Valentine's Day? Yeah. If you want to have a happy Valentine's Day, the be, main thing to do is... Be kind to yourself. It's the gift that keeps on giving. The reason I ask this question is because it seems to me, well, at least when I see the commercials on TV and the radio, that there's so much franticness about guys getting the right gift for her. And uh, for a lot of guys, it's a pain in the ass. What? The right gift, Jonathan, is their presence. I agree. Their attention. They're actually being there rather than being preoccupied by the rest of their lives. And then the rest is just frosting on the cake. Well, I agree with everything you're saying, but I would imagine at this point the majority of uh, uh, male Americans – in the United States, and we can say Canada, perhaps, um, they reluctantly get a present for their lady, but they're not being really present with her. Yes, I that's would a, say that's, that's accurate. A, that's a problem. Well, I imagine there's a number of people who've listened to this show who have already gotten their gifts, and... Now they can give the double gift. They can Actually be there. be there and listening to their partner uh, when, when they're with them. And, you know, for a person receiving a gift, it's so easy to look at it and mentally discard it rather than just, you know, like kids do. They open presents at Christmas or Hanukkah and it's like, throw it away. What's the next one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> it's like 
you can actually be there with your partner, and that's the again the gift is your pre- the present is your presence. Yeah, I think that's beautiful, but I unfortunately it's not the regular norm at this point. Hopefully, it'll change. Well, it's, it you know. Yeah. Yeah, we can't Fortunate, change the world. unfortunate, you can only look at yourself. And That's from right. There... You can't change the world. You can have uh, some impact on your own life. Yes. Uh, oh, the other thing we didn't really mention was being complete with your parents if you want to have a great relationship. Talk about that a little bit. But if you're incomplete with one or the other of your parents, you'll... You'll uh, reenact it. Right. You'll reenact it in any relationship you have. Yes. Yeah, that's true. So uh, we only have half a minute. Uh, really, well, well, can we just thank you then? Yes, thank you so really much for treat. having you on our show. Having on, us. us on your show. <laughs> yeah, you on our show. show it is. Having us on your show. Yeah. Hey, by the way, if you ever want me to be on your show, I'd be happy to reciprocate. Oh, well, okay. thank you. That would be fun. And I, I must tell you, I'm actually sad right now that I'm saying goodbye to you. I'm not playing, uh, I'm playing games. I'm actually sad. And I wish you were on my block. Check out our website. You'll see what we look like. There's all kinds of videos up there. Yeah. It'll be it's fun. fun. Yeah, but actually I'm more attracted to you than your other stuff. In other words, I, I'm... Well, you don't know what our other stuff is. No, all yet. I'm saying is, I'm falling in love with the two of you. That's what's <laughs> Thanks, happening. Jonathan. Well, thank you very much. Okay, it's been a great pleasure. Hey, it Jonathan, was a great pleasure, Jonathan. I fell in love with you when you mentioned your name when you called us up the other day. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. In the oh, first cool. minutes, I knew who you were. Okay. Well, I, I want to see you in uh, three-dimensional space at some point. All right. Okay, we'll figure that out. Okay. Okay. Goodbye, guys. I love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you again for listening today. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time for Human Behavior, What a Trip with Dr. Jonathan Brower on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Have fun experiencing your human behavior. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.